But once you realize the king is in the room, like you just submit to that. Yeah. You just submit to that, man. And so that's that was the one of the moments that I had Sunday was just like, okay, let's just bow down right now. No kidding, right? Let's just bow. A lot of sensitivity. To yeah, that. yeah. So. Hey, welcome everybody. Catching us in the middle of the conversation here. Welcome to the Church on the North Coast podcast. Our greatest desire is to encourage ministry leaders, empower and equip volunteers, and strengthen and build the believer. Once again, we're so glad taking the time to join us today. I'm Pastor Troy Thompson. Across from me, my good friend. I'm Pastor Marlon Sadler. Thank you for tuning in today. Man, lots, 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 lots going on, man. Yeah. Really, really uh, big week for us. You know. It was a huge week. <laughs> uh, man, like transformed week, man. I can't, I can't wait to talk about some of the stuff we experienced at the yeah. ILM conference yeah if you're out there and you're a minister listen to me i don't care what you gotta do but you you gotta figure out how to connect above you you know yeah. get yourself there get get your people get your people get there. your people there the cost yeah who cares that's right. what i it think that's how, yeah. that's how i feel about the cost mm-hmm. after the experience man it was yeah. amazing yeah you can't put a tag on that heck no man hats off to all the team yeah like I just if you're listening, you know, like all those guys, man. Mm. Kent Muncie. I want to shout out Kent Muncie, oh. Phil Muncie, my dude. Yeah, uh, uh, Steve Bill. Muncie, the whole Muncie yeah. family. Yeah, <laughs> Bill Cornelius. Bill Cornelius, come man. on. I'm wearing your watch right now, Bill. <laughs> man, like I, I got to tell you, I feel the the burden of that. Maybe I'll share that later. Yeah. Who else? Um, um uh, Earl. Earl and uh, Onika McClellan. Oh my goodness. From Shoreline, yeah. <laughs> They're our people. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're our people. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to connect with them. That was, so that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, something big happened last week. Something big happened last week. Right at the. What, did it happen while we were there? I think it did. I think yeah. it did. Yeah, we were there. Uh, the Roe versus Wade decision mm-hmm. overturned by the, the Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, man. That, yeah, like, it was big. I feel, you know, I often feel this way about things, dude. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, I fight, 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 fight. Mm-hmm. And then when the victory comes, I've already moved on. And that's kind of how I you feel. you already about, passed it. I'm yeah. already past it. Yeah. Already, I'm like, all right, you know, let's not spend a bunch of time. Right. You know, celebrating. Like, there's yeah. another fight. My mind was already made up. Yeah. Well, I don't know about, yeah, I guess. Why, I, you know, I predetermined to, like, you know, life is sacred. So yeah. like, I guess the bigger, the bigger, you know, discussion is like the sacredness of life and yeah. everyone should celebrate that, especially if you're a church, which is very weird. That they, that churches wouldn't celebrate that. Some that. churches are not yeah. celebrate. That you're even on the fence about Bro, that. I don't even think you're a church at that point. Right. You got to celebrate the sacredness of life. Yeah. That's what that's whole, what it's all about, right? In your mother's womb, I formed you. Kind of deal. That right. kind of does it for you, right? <laughs> if he formed you in if your mother's womb, yeah. If you're not celebrating it, then you should probably go just shut it down. Do TED talks, dude. Just shut it down. Go do some TED talks. Yeah. Go be an influencer. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the things I loved about the conference, man. Yeah. We're like, I think uh, who said it? Somebody said it. Like, just uh, like you don't have to be an influencer this week. You can, yeah. you can just experience the presence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Influencing has to die. 
and the presence of Jesus has to become right like the focus, like not not your influence. Yeah, and I I don't know if anybody else like if you're not in that position, if you feel that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But you you in the position of pastors, leaders, like you yeah. you feel that that you have to be that influencer in every room it's that you so walk weird. into. Ah, there's so much of weight there. I yeah. got to remind me to share the garbage can illustration. But back <laughs> to the Roe versus Wade thing, I just want to say this. Like, um, yes, we celebrate, you know, like we celebrated. But like I said, the, the, the fight continues now, like the sacredness of life. I, I, I say like this. All right. So federally, the law of the land was abortion is legal. Yeah. And now federally, it is not, mm-hmm. which means the federal ruling over the land has ruled that life is sacred, sacred. once again, yeah. which is massive, right? Massive, right? But now, the fight moves from a less, a lesser fight, but still a fight nonetheless, right? So a local right. fight, yeah. So you're no longer fighting the federal bully, yeah. You know, like the federal devil, yeah. Right? yeah. Now you're fighting the the principality and power just under, which is right. the states. Right. So states now the church. I want to say this to every church leader, every every volunteer, every family, every minister, every worship leader, every pastor, every minister. Like it, your right now, your ministry matters, matters. more than it ever has. Yeah, because the fight is regional now. Right. It's regional. Right. And what you say from that pulpit or what you say from whatever podcast, whatever platform yeah. you have, like it, it really does matter. Every word matters. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge now. And you're really going to, what I really feel like now is you're really going to feel the effects of the local church, yeah. the local church. I mean, that church down the road on the corner, man, if I'm you, I like I go all in right now. Exactly. Because for yeah. as long as I've been alive, as long as you've been alive, yeah. we've only known we've only known that life was not sacred. Right. And last week life was once again returned to okay. the category of sacred. Mm-hmm. So that tells me like if if you are praying for something. Yeah. So I am near 50 years old, 48 years old, 1973. I often reference it and when I talk about the sacredness of life because I very well could have been right. an aborted child. Yeah. I was brought in in circumstances. I was conceived in circumstances that were not favorable. That's crazy to think about. Right? Yeah. Not desirable. Nobody yeah. wanted, like, I was a mistake, right? More than likely, I didn't ask my mom this yeah, question. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I I'm believe. Pretty that, yeah, sure. I'm, yeah, I'm almost. I was sure. not a planned pregnancy, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I'm here, which means I'm a miracle. Yeah, I survived. Yeah, and if you've been praying, I want you to know, man. People been praying, right, for fifty years. Oh, come on! They've been praying for fifty. Come on, years. Right. Do not grow weary Man. in your prayers. Do not think that yeah. the context of time mm. limits God's power to answer his prayers. Jesus said, keep asking, yeah. seeking, and knocking. And knocking. I don't care how long you've been praying for right. something. If this doesn't encourage <laughs> you to keep on keeping on. That's right. That's right. Like, I mean, to get in your room every single morning. And some don't days, there's uh-huh. days where you get in there and you feel like, man, like, 
is this even worth is it? it? Yeah. Is this working? You know what I mean? I feel like I want to get in the ball, but every second. <laughs> is this working? Here we are again, praying for healing. <laughs> That's right. Oh, goodness, That's right. Man. But that decision, that decision right there 50 years. shows that you need to continue to get in your closet. You need to continue to get in the face of Jesus. I want to go and hug Elder Denise. Oh. Gail Matthews, yeah. Kathy King, Kathy yeah. Castle, all these elders yeah. in the church that have been praying for years. Yes. I want to say, I just want to say the prayers of the righteous mm. availeth much. I want to use King James. Availeth, <laughs> availeth. much. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say, man, yeah. good yeah. job. Yeah. Man, you did and it. I wonder if they woke up that day and realized I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Huge. That 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 a portal of heaven opened up. That God was like right now. And did you think about the context of which in time of which mm-hmm. God chose to do it. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> yeah, right. And it, like in many instances, people would say the most immoral our country has ever been. Right. And God's like, I'll show you. I'll show you how good I am. Yeah, watch this. I'll show I show you how in control I am. If you mm-hmm. think I'm if you think things are out of control, let me just show you how in control I am. Right. Of, Every right. instance. Right in the middle of all this. All the of chaos, all your mess. All the inflation, yeah. gas out here yeah. costing me, my kids. My children. Gotta, I got to make solid life decisions when I'm pumping oh, gas. Oh, my goodness. You know, I got to reevaluate oh, things, you my know. My goodness. I turned my back on my gas, <laughs> on my pump last uh, two days ago and almost vomited when I turned around. It's yeah. Nuts. It's, it's pretty nuts, bad. Man. But gas is like, <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. God did it right in the middle of all the chaos, mm-hmm. man. He's like, okay, I'm going I'm to flex. Yeah, I'm always amazed by what he does. Yeah. Always, so, always. Shout out to all the people that have been praying who have not grown weary and well-doing, man. What what, what a milestone. But I, I just say that to mm-hmm. say, you know, we're not done. There's another fight to be had. That's right. Be vigilant, you know. That's right. Be sober and vigilant yeah. for the enemy seeking he's seeking he's walking around like a roaring lion yeah and he's yeah. you know looking for another opportunity to steal the sacred yeah you know yeah and so. that's where we we can never we can never get lazy no never take a day off that's a challenge man you can never take a day off it's such a challenge it is it is like to get up mm-hmm. you know how exhausting it is you know yes get behind the pulpit yes preach another sermon yep and you feel like and you're praying that these darts are like it, come on is it making a difference right is yeah. it making a difference? Are you making a difference? Did I say the same thing I said last? Yeah. I keep saying the same stuff. Yeah. You guys hear this? Yeah. And I ain't making it up. Yeah. You know, I know I heard from up. the Lord. Yeah. They ain't making this stuff up. Oh. Yeah. So you do. You pray that, like, you know, hearts are takes just a lot being of changed and, yeah, lives are being transformed in the middle of all of it. So it takes a lot of courage and it's depleting. It's so depleting to do it week in and week out, which leads me to, like, where we were last week at the ILM. Yeah. What does it stand for, ILM? It was ILM um, International Leaders Leaders Ministry Ministry something like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That was bad. We shouldn't. Have, I don't know. We shouldn't even try that. They didn't even really stress what it <laughs> they was. They didn't. I think they said it one time where we were Maybe. there. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, what but, it was was a was a bunch of pastors from all over the nation. Yeah, gathering down in Miami, oh. and their families came with them. Yeah, and they were ministered to, and I got to tell you, I didn't see it coming I for did. three days. I didn't see it coming. No, not at all. I had no idea what to expect, you know what I mean? But that wasn't it. That was not. I don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have to say, I am so sorry because I definitely didn't prepare you for any. I had no idea myself. Right, right. That that was going to happen. It, yeah, I mean, I was wrecked. Yeah, you got you got pictures of it. I'm, I mean, I was I was in ugly crying. For I was days. ugly crying. I was, yeah, as Pastor Becca said, I was loud crying. Yeah, I was loud crying. Isn't that something? Yeah, I mean, I loud cried for three days. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I never left this presence, man. Like, it was no. tangible. It but, was. Uh, so what this is, for all of you who don't know, and, like, you can send me a message. I'll I'll, I'll reach back to you and, and give you all the information. But uh, it's a connection of pastors mm-hmm. that get together once a year, and they minister specifically to pastors. Yeah. And, and once again, I didn't, I underplayed the value of this. And what I realized was that my trash can was still full. Mm. Yeah, you wow. know. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. bro. You know how you on your, on your yeah, MacBook, you'll throw stuff away. Yeah. But you got to actually go in and, and throw empty. stuff away. Yeah, you got to empty, you gotta empty that trash garbage. can. That's crazy. Just because yeah. you get rid of it doesn't yeah. mean you threw it away. Yeah. And I felt like Jesus emptied my garbage can. That's so good because like I just I'm thinking of myself in some of the first conversations that I had when I was there and it was garbage. Like I wasn't even being <laughs> Cause you, cause genuine you, right. with the conversations or with the person in front of me because I thought you I were had, putting it on. I was putting it on. Yeah. It was the whole, you know, I was tap dancing and, and thought I needed to do that. And I think most of us thought we needed to do that, too, that yeah. first day. And yeah. what, what really, what I really, what called me off of that was Earl. What it, the second day when, yeah. he, when he just straight out told us, I don't care how many people you got in your church. I don't care how big your church is. I don't. Yeah. We are here. Just to love each other and just to to get to know each other, like be you, be real. Yeah, you know. It's, and he just called us all out. Yeah, because there's so much ego in that room. And that ego's filled. That room so just was filled so you know, with it. Like, like, yo, Bruce Wilkerson was in the room. Man, there was some names in there. Bill Cornelius is in the yeah, room. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Joe Osteen, Joe Osteen was, was in, in the room. The That's room. I don't even need to say anything. Yeah, anymore. we can stop calling names. Yeah. Out. After that. After that, it's over. <laughs> but he's like, he gets up and says, listen, don't nobody care. Right. Don't nobody care about your campuses, how many you got. Yep. You know, it wasn't about that. No. It was about being ministered to yeah. as a pastor. Yeah. As a minister. Yeah. And I didn't see it coming because you think that, you live with this illusion mm-hmm. that you're, while you feed, you get fed, which I believe that. I believe that. I mean, yeah. like when, I, when I'm ministering, God's ministering to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, absolutely. But there's something totally different that yeah. happens when you, when you go exclusively to a place. Because your congregation, and here's what I want to say to pastors. Like, your congregation can never give you the ministry no. you need. No. And you better take at least two times a year, yeah. if not more, to go somewhere right. and let God speak to you through others. Put your pride aside. Right. Through others. And that's, you know, because I, I was going to say that, too. I, I felt like 
like this. Like ILM needs to do this twice a year. My goodness. A quarterly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure they can't do that. I, I know they can't. Because the, the monumental cost that went yeah. into it. They did it in excellence. Yes. It was phenomenal. There, I, I couldn't have like, and, and you, you, you attempted just in, in the positions that we're in, you attempt to pick it apart. You analyze it. You analyze it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you want to see, but man, while you're trying to analyze it, you're like, oh yeah, we should do that. <laughs> that right there is better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they just do it. I mean, they go to the, to, you know, yeah, it's on, it's on 10 the entire I, time. I, I was unaware this is one of the things I took away from it. And there's a lot. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I took away a lot. Yeah. But one of the things I took away mostly was I was unaware of my need to have my trash can emptied. Yeah. I put it away. I threw it away. Yeah. But my I'm carrying around a trash can full of stuff. Yeah. And, and, and I'm looking for an experience that I'm in charge of to remove it. And that can't happen. Right. And there was something so very humbling about surrender mm-hmm. and being in a room and not feeling like you have to control, like you have to monitor right. what's happening in the room. You're in charge of the room in some instances. Because I feel like that's what we feel like. All the time, man. You know, and, and that you know, you were finally able to to really let your guard down, let your hair down and and weep in the presence of the Lord, you know, the most powerful time, the most powerful moment, of course, was when we were invited to the altar. Talk about that. And how that was just, you know, I think we knew where he was going with it when he, when he, when he knelt down. And I think, I know I wasn't alone. No, like the immediately, immediately I wanted to go up there and join him. And when he invited us, and that's the biggest thing is, as for you know, leaders for pastors, we we just we're never invited. Yeah, yeah. We're just never invited. We're we're always inviting. And and you feel and so, guarded even if you do. Yeah, right. So let me just be completely transparent with with everyone listening. There is this moment as a spiritual leader mm-hmm. where you feel guarded at the altar. Yeah. Because you you like you feel like. Like I'm just here for Jesus, but you think I'm here for something else or mm-hmm. like, I don't know. There's just like this weird feeling. Yeah. And, and like what, what I experienced there was, was so humbling because there was, you know, in the room, there were giants of yeah. faith, yeah. giants of faith. I mean, guys that have been doing ministry way longer than me. Yeah, yeah. And when the altar call happened on the, I think it was the second night. Second night, yep. Or the second day. It was in the middle of the day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. On the second day, when the altar call happened, Bill Cornelius, man, what courage it took to do that, to right. lead a room full of the nation's preachers of preachers, right? Right. I'm not, you know, and that's what was in the room. Yeah. A lot of ego, a lot of status, <laughs> Yes. A lot of grandstanding. Yeah. A lot of like, uh, these are successful. We're, you're in a room with the, the, the 3% yeah. of the, the church yeah. that is doing it on a scale of which, you know, like that's, I mean, national, on that scale, it's yeah. a national, yeah, it's, yeah. regional scale. Mm-hmm. And the moment he has this altar call, mm. every, there was not one ounce of hesitation. No. And if you were ever wondered about the condition of the church, let me encourage you today, oh. if you're listening to me, 
I was so absolutely stunned mm-hmm. by the lack of ego, yeah. hubris, like all of it yeah. laid down, man. Yeah. The the preachers of the preachers ran to yeah. get Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the power. I mean, the, the Jesus in the room. You know, when you see that much surrender yeah. in the room, if you if you yourself don't surrender, you're dead. You're not you're not doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was I couldn't have I couldn't help but to weep and to be just to hit my knees down there um, at the altar. But, you know, it was. Like I said, it was for me, I, I realized that that. When I just said we never get invited. Yeah. You know, um, we need to take advantage. Of, and it's the healthiest I felt. No kidding. This year. It's the healthiest I felt was leaving that conference this year. Yeah. You know, and you, and you do, you feel for, for leaders, you just feel so revived, man. You know what I mean? And it's something that you need to invest in every, every year for yourself, for your staff, um, you know, for any of the other pastors that you have uh, on your team, you need to invest in it. Yeah. You got to get to a place. You got to go somewhere else. You do. Because your people can't give it to you. No. Because they're like leaning it or on not, you. Right. Like it or not, when you're in a room with them, they're working and you're working, mm-hmm. basically. Like you're ministering. Right. So like you're not gonna get all that you need. Yeah. And you'll never you'll I was I would go as far as to say is that that's gonna become a consistent thing for me. Yeah. And I don't care what it costs, but I gotta go do it. Yeah. Because as anointed as I believe our team is. Mm-hmm. They're, they they will never be able to minister to me the right. way like an outside I don't know them they yeah. don't know me yeah. I'm only here for the presence of Jesus That's it. that you got so like give me Jesus yeah. <laughs> right. and I walked away from that conference right. with this mantra that says every room I walk into gonna yeah. get Jesus yeah that's yeah. it that's all you're gonna get right and that was the the beauty of that conference was that like from the worship team to the speakers like you you saw everybody went after Jesus that was it that was it that was it they weren't there this was, it wasn't a show it wasn't anything they were they weren't trying to do it for themselves they just needed to get Jesus in the room that's all they knew that was so refreshing it was because like it or not there's the spirit of competition that mm-hmm. exists in the kingdom i hate it and i can mm-hmm. sniff it out yeah. a mile away i could look at people's faces and tell when competition is behind right. their eyeballs yeah 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 it's so yeah. so so prevalent in the church and it robs jesus of his glory mm-hmm. which is i think the reason why i, I don't like those rooms um and so, you know, right. I've, where I've been invited to some of them and I'm just like, eh, I don't know, you know what I mean? I'll go. But this was one of those rooms where you wanted, uh, I couldn't wait for the next day. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you almost, it was like, because it was in the morning and you're like, oh man, that's it. We're done. That's you know, it. at There's one, no seven o'clock yeah, session. we're not coming back. <laughs> Can we come back, please? Can we come back, you know, man. yeah. And so, you know, for for me, it was like, oh my goodness, I can't, I couldn't wait to get up the next morning because I knew the worship team was going to go hard and bring Jesus into the room. And I knew, you know what I mean? The speakers were going to go up there and they were just going to give him all the glory and give him all the praise. And you just couldn't help but to experience. You know, I'll tell you what it did for me too. Room. It revealed to me like this, this demand 
and I say this with all humility, there is a demand on um, on certain ministries, and I'll say that there's a demand on Church on the North Coast now to be the regional uh, standard, yeah. to become the regional standard yeah. of of Jesus yeah. for for Northeast mm-hmm. America. Right. Not just Ohio. Yeah. Like there's like, you could feel like the leveling up that occurred and it didn't, it, it only happened because we were like, all right, we're, we're not, we need to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we all knew it. And I think as a leader, it's a really scary place to be when you plateau. When you right. feel like, like, I don't feel like I'm growing. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm not growing. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I'm growing. There's yeah. no challenge here. Right. But there was an enormous challenge in that room because I knew at that moment, like, like there's, there's more. There's more. I think everybody knew there was more. Right. Not just, not just yeah. the people putting it on. I no. think, I think there was this revelation, there was this unveiling of that comes in that moment of humility where right. you're just like, I, like there's so much more of Jesus available for us all yeah. that we're responsible for. And I felt the call. I felt the the shift of like the burden yeah. for Northeast, the Northeast quadrant of you, of, of America yeah. to say like, you got to you, al- you almost feel guilty because you feel like when you, especially when you get into like an, an arena like that, like, man, did I, have I been putting Jesus in a box? <sighs> I know we have. Like, have I been boxing him up and thinking that this is, that was it? You know what I mean? That he couldn't do more? Wow. You know, and that's where I felt like, you know, I felt this definitely kind of, you know, I was convicted. Yeah. You know, like, man, I, I, I thought that was what we, our scale, I thought that was it. Yeah. You know, but there's so much more like he's, you know, there's so much more for Jesus, to, to Jesus that, you know, we can just go after and bring into a room. So it was it was on another level for me, man, that uh, I hope we get to experience again. Um, And I was so glad to be able to connect with some of the guys that we connected with and, you know, going and checking them out on social media now. And you realize, like, oh, my God, these guys are they're (laughs) they're 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 teaching and preaching in front of thousands. Right. Yeah. You know, and here you were on your knees next to me. Yeah. You know, yep. just, I mean, there was a different reverence. And that's what I meant. Like, like if you ever wondered about the condition of the church, yeah. like, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I, I was so encouraged yeah. because, you know, you, you, you read the headlines and there's moral failure after moral failure. Right. You know, these you know, names that you would associate with the presence of the Lord yeah. falling and failing in, you know, disgusting sin. But that, you know, this experience is like, encouraged me to know like and no the church is is all right right we're gonna be all right yeah i feel like i mean even like locally pastors need to get together and and really just go out and and fellowship together man um there's so much more growth that can happen you know just locally yeah it doesn't have to be on that scale like we can get together on a Saturday morning and have coffee and breakfast and grow together. Yeah. You know, it was good, man. Um, so empty your trash. You're out there, your pastor, good. like the only way you can empty your garbage, man, is you got to get to a place where you're not the, you're not the man. You ain't the dude. The room. You're not the dude. Yeah. Yep. It was so good not to be the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. It was so freeing. 
It was so freeing. Yeah. Not to be the guy in the room that shouldered the responsibility for whatever was about to happen, you know? Right. And I think there was a a real sobering moment, you know, where everyone in the room, if we could approach every gathering in that manner to where we're like, none of us shoulders the responsibility for this. Mm -hmm. It's all, we're all dependent upon the king. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And one of the, the greatest takeaways Another one. There were so many. Mm-hmm. But the um, altar calls, oh, the, the importance of yeah. altar calls. Yeah. If those preachers needed that altar call. Right. You need that altar call. You need call. the altar call. And it shouldn't be so delayed, and it shouldn't be so resisted. Mm-hmm. It should be so natural for us right. to respond to the presence of the king in a manner that prostrates ourself because of his holy presence. Right. There needs to be a reverence. Oh my gosh. That that like, you know, that you've never experienced. When he is in the room, I mean, nothing else should matter. And it didn't. Nothing else should matter. You know, that that was the beauty of it, you know, uh, in that room was that nothing else mattered. It didn't matter what I look like. It didn't matter what I sound like. It didn't matter. Nothing mattered. Yeah. You know what I mean? What was beautiful was that I was in the face of Jesus, man. Um, and so that, that altar call was something that, that changed my life, I think, forever. Make altar calls yeah. great again. Yeah. Like if you're listening and you're in ministry, focus on ministry at that altar, mm-hmm. the place of sacrifice where the king meets us. Yeah. We've got to, we have to like, so like I came home and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to pray for every person today. I'm putting my hands on every person in that yeah. room. That was one of the words that came to me. And I'm just going to, I'm going to lead them to the altar, to, a, to an experience with Jesus. Like That's you don't good. need, you don't need me. You don't need my words. Right. And I, it, it, you know, I go and I, I put hands on people and I just whisper in their ear, like, I'm going to tell you this. You already hear, you're already hearing Jesus say this. I'm yeah. just echoing the voice. Oh, he's the good. voice. Yeah, I'm good. the echo. Yeah. I'm the John the Baptist in your moment right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if you just fix your eyes on him, yeah. he's going to tell you all you need to. And like the altar calls for us have to become so commonplace. Right. And you can see that the schemes of the enemy, the strategy of hell to try to steal mm-hmm. that intimacy from the church. Right. That happens at an altar. Right. That, sh- that place where you're just poured it's out. So sacred, man. I know. <laughs> So sacred. You know, I think that, and that's huge that you said that, that you just, there was just a whisper, you know? Um, so many times I think people put their eyes on the pastor, the preacher, when it's like, you're looking at the wrong you're guy. You're looking at me, but I don't want you to look at you're me. You're looking at the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I need you to focus. Just, you are, like, you're, you're, you already hear his voice. All you got to do is just. Just respond. Just respond. Respond to the call of respond. Jesus. Respond, Yeah. So let me challenge you today. You're listening. You're a worship leader, pastor, minister. Lead every room to Jesus. Make altar calls great again. Mm. And get rid of your pride. Mm -hmm. Man, grab some humility. Uh, One of the things I took, you know, when I I came back, I was like, how do I explain humility? Mm -hmm. How do I explain, like, humility? And after praying and talking to the Lord, I heard God say, humility is when your importance is discovered by my presence. When your importance is discovered by my presence. Yeah. 
That's humility. Yeah, that's good. That's because because I don't have to make my the self importance. I don't have to flex in a room. Yeah, I don't have to come into a room like no no. My importance comes from his presence. Yeah, and what he gives me, I don't have to. I don't have to strive. I don't have to try to prove myself. I don't have to give you my resume. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pray harder than That's you. Right. I don't have to run faster than right. you. I don't have to pastor more people than you. I don't have to build bigger structures right. than you. Right. All I have to do is find his presence. And yeah. in his presence, my importance is my my importance is defined. So I so from there I leave with like this this strength, this security yeah. of knowing like exactly who I am yeah. and I don't have to be anything I'm not man that's right because his presence his presence right. already defined it so yeah. I don't have to flex for you I'm yep. not flexing for you a yeah. matter of fact I'm done flexing for anything. you have to be you yeah. have to be I mean his one of his greatest gifts is just allowing us to know him you know that's one of his greatest gifts so for me that's like being in a room and knowing that the presence of Jesus is there like it's such a great it's such a gift that like you said I don't have to nope I don't have to try to impress you. I, my prayer is that you just recognize it. Exactly. Just recognize it. Just recognize the presence. Once you recognize the presence, you'll realize your position. Yeah. You have authority, strength, mm. victory. healing. You're good. You got it. His presence. Lead everybody to his presence. We got to go. It was awesome being with you, man. Always good to be with you. I love being with thank you, Thank you for taking the time. You're listening to us today. I want to say thank you for taking the time listening. We pray you were encouraged, empowered, and strengthened. Wake up tomorrow. Listen, I want you to hustle like heaven. Make sure somebody out there feels the effects of your influence that comes from Jesus. Bring heaven, bring the presence of Jesus into your home, for your family, for your marriage. Bring it to your city, bring it to your nation. Don't wait till it's too late. Get up this week. Find a church. Church on the North Coast, midweeks, Sunday mornings. Get to a place that manufactures hope. Go to church. I'm Pastor Troy. I'm Pastor Marlon. Thank you for being with us. Peace.